Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Declining footfall is hurting all bookshops. And those that depend on school book sales for revenue have seen a double whammy with the introduction of the free school book scheme. Carmel from Cove School Books is one such retailer. Hello there, Carmel. Hi, Gareth. Thanks for having me on. Nice to have you on. Um, and I know one or two very, very big school bookshops. When I say, I mean bookshops that rely on school books, particularly for the, 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 the months of the summer and autumn. They've closed because mm-hmm. of this new free school book scheme. How is it affecting you? Um, well, I suppose the biggest thing is that what people don't realise is when people come in and buy their school books, they're also buying other products, not just from their school book list, but they'll buy other products from us as well in the store, like um, more learning resources, more arts and crafts stuff, things like that. So to get them in the door with the school books lists is a great draw because it just means that you have a captive audience and that captive audience was lost then this summer very dramatically um, without, very, without warning really. Mm. And I wouldn't imagine you get too much sympathy from parents, do you? We don't, and we don't look for sympathy. And I must say, as a parent of three children myself, I'm uh, that's not what I'm looking for because the free mm-hmm. book scheme is fantastic, and it's about time it came. I just think the way it was done um, was was done almost like too fast. They were just looking for for kind of points, really, for the, um, the politicians themselves. I feel it was done, you know, as as um, a, a, a quick headline when they did the budget, and the thought was only put in afterwards, and it was very very late. It's the same again for the secondary school books up to junior cert that's going to start in September we've had no information again on that and last year it was the week before the Easter holidays when the primary schools heard what the stipulations were how much they were going to get what they were to buy etc and it was a long list it was a 27 page document that each school was expected to go through and then they also had to learn about the tendering and procurement process which in itself is quite a long um, list of items so yeah it was done very very, very quickly and with very little thought of how much work was involved and how what the effect it would have on both the bookshops and the, um, the schools themselves. And has the footfall decline hurt your business? It, it, it has. Um, now, we've adapted in the last few years because... Um, 
we want to make sure that we have kind of money and footfall throughout the year. So we've we've gone into more of the arts and crafts and sensory products and stuff. But definitely the amount of products that we would normally get in um, on a weekly basis here, you couldn't step inside the door for the boxes of, of stationery. Um, and this year it wasn't like that at all. Like we really only had three busy weeks rather than eight to ten busy weeks. So, um, yeah, yeah, there was there was a definite difference. Yeah. And w- would it be worth your while to consider expanding into the fiction and nonfiction? market it would be worth my while if i had the space but um like most retailers um space at a premium and this building has literally reached its capacity at this stage so we have extended into kind of novels um mainstream novels and ones that are on the book list for um right up to sixth year so that kind of gives us another little bit of um of a draw as well but it's not something we could do here because um you 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 end up with a lot of stock sitting on the shelves that cost money that is very hard to shift so yeah it's not something that we could um, be looking to, to replace what we're losing with the book scheme. But as I said, we will adapt and we will we will change what we're selling and increase um, the, the variety of products we have. It's just, I think, the system that the, the, the schools have had put upon them um, and us as the, the retailers have had to help them with um, was just ill thought out, really. Right. OK. And school uniforms, not an option, I take it, no? Selling school uniforms? No, it wouldn't. We have two. We have two great shops um, in Cove, Rings Drapery, and uh, the Keen House, and they've been selling uniforms for um, about two generations, I'd say now. And they themselves even would find, you know, it's you don't make on things like school books and school uniforms. That's not where you're making your money. That's just getting your footfall in. Um, so for me to take on that as well, again, retail space here, I wouldn't have it, but I wouldn't do it to the other two shops either because that's that's their business. Um, and that's, and that's a whole other uh, argument for another day, I think, really, when we start talking about school uniforms as well. Yeah. And what about stationery? And also, what about secondhand books? You do both of them as well, do you? So we do we do stationery and included in the book list um, would be would be quite a bit of stationery, everything from pens and pencils, um, sharpeners and razors, right up to your very expensive scientific calculators, folders, all that kind of stuff. And that's where we would make our money. That's where you're able to make more than 20 percent on those items. Um, they're, they're your big ticket items. And that's like in some of the schools, they bought quite a lot of that themselves. But we had to give them massive discounts in order for us to win the tender. We couldn't sell to them at the same price we sell to the to the parents um, and uh, we also then had to you know hand deliver all the stuff to the schools for free and things as well so even though we sold them a lot of pens and pencils and things we had to sell them at a reduced price which meant your profit again was down um, now we had reduced staff this year we certainly couldn't have had the same level of staff we normally would um, but still even at that you're reducing things down really just to get the tender um, hoping you'll make some money out of it and that they'll come back to you again next year you know and how are you affected by online orders and online sales is that eating into the business um you know we have our own website we were lucky enough during the um the pandemic when the government gave a grant we went for it and we have our own website but again it's another it's another job it's it's another thing that we have to manage um, and we try and have most of our products up there so I couldn't compete with the big companies Schoolbooks Direct Schoolbook Study and Eason's and all these um, by way of volume but I certainly do my best um, price wise um, and that helps that helps us here as well because people use it like a catalogue they look online 
online at Coast Schoolbooks and they'll see what we have and then they'll come in to buy it, especially with the items like the sensory items, chewy gem and things like that that we do. They're quite a specialist item. So that's another draw to get people in the door. But again, you need to be selling massive amounts of these yeah. to be paying your, you know, your electricity bills and all the rest of it. But um, but but we do our best. And yeah, so like I from day one, I would have had the likes of Schoolbooks um, uh, sitting there, you know, but they were they were never going to be something that I was to compete with. Um, but they're, I think they probably have, have felt the pinch as well this year. Um, but at the same time, um, as I said, with our own, having our own website, um, I'm, I'm not too worried about the online stuff really in that sense. Well, Happy New Year to you, Camly. Hopefully it's, it's a good one and it's right. lovely to talk to you. Yeah, we'll do our best. Thanks for having me on, Gareth. Take care. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Carmela Regan there from Cove School Books. Please support your local uh, bookshops, particularly High Street bookshops, because they're also going through a bit of a tough time at the moment. Juno Flynn, who runs Phillips Bookshop, very popular bookshop in Mallow, believes a voucher system would have made the scheme fairer after the free book scheme impacted her store's earnings massively. Uh, she said that after the free book scheme was launched, she's since had to half her staff with employees, herself included, twiddling their thumbs at times due to a sharp drop in football. So please look in and buy a book or even some stationery, or, you know, any of the, those little items that you need for school. Um, any support is great support. Courts 96 FM.